everyone. Welcome to Grown Ups Read Princess Stories, the podcast where grown-ups from around the world read stories about princesses from around the world, be them fairy tales or true stories. I'm your host, RPJ, and welcome back to the show. This week, we have The Bunyip of Berkeley's Creek, written by Jenny Wagner. It is an Australian story that won the Children's Book Council of Australia Book of the Year Award and is widely considered to be a classic. Reading The Bunyip of Berkeley's Creek is Shane Adamzak. Shane graduated from WAAPA in 2003 and has since gone on to become a stalwart of the West Australian theatre and improv scene. A fringe festival veteran of over 50 festivals worldwide and is one of Perth's most successful independent theatre creators, according to the Sunday Times. Shane is a founding member and current artistic director of independent theatre company Weeping Spoon Productions. He is best known for his roles in Frankie's, Richard O'Brien's The Rocky Horror Show, Vicious Circles, Trampoline, and This Is Not a Love Song. His most recent work is a play about a man who lives in another man's beard and is called The Ballad of Frank Allen which won the coveted Just for Laughs Award Best Comedy at the Montreal Fringe. He also created his own indie toy company in 2020 and is called Cube Boy Collectibles. He is 37 years old, but still doesn't really consider himself a grown-up just yet. Maybe this year. You can follow Shane on Instagram and Twitter at ShaneAdamzak. You can also find out more about Cube Boy Collectibles at facebook.com slash cubeboycollectibles and Weeping Spoon Productions at www.weepingspoon.com. We'll give you that information again at the end of the episode, and of course we will leave links in the episode description. But next, let's get you that story. So please enjoy The Bunyip of Berkeley's Creek, written by Jenny Wagner and read by Shane Adamzak. Hello there, my name is Shane Adamzak. I am from Australia, so I thought I would tell you an Australian tale. And it's from 1974, and it's called The Bunyip of Berkeley Creek by Jenny Wagner. If anything comes up that's very distinctly Australian, I will try my best to explain it as best I can so nobody gets left behind. So here it is, The Bunyip of Berkeley Creek. Late one night, for no particular reason, something stirred in the black mud at the bottom of Berkeley Creek. The fish swam away in fright, and the night birds in the trees hid their heads under their wings. When they looked again, something very large and very muddy was sitting on the bank. What am I? it murmured. What am I? What am I? What am I? And the night birds quickly hid their heads under their wings again. In the morning, the thing was still sitting there, scraping the mud off itself to see what was underneath. What am I? it kept saying. What am I? But the night birds were all asleep. A passing platypus solved the problem. You are a bunyip, he said. Uh, now, if anyone doesn't know what a platypus is, uh, basically if you get a beaver, uh, take the beaver's body and put a duck's head on it. Pretty weird. It's pretty weird. Anyway, back to the story. 
Bunyip, murmured the Bunyip contentedly. Bunyip. Then he sat up straight and called out, What do I look like? But the platypus had dived into the creek. Am I handsome? called the Bunyip. Am I? But nobody answered him. And the Bunyip went on sitting there for a long time, lost in thought. Presently, a wallaby came by to drink at the creek. Uh, a wallaby is like a small kangaroo. I'm sure you all know what they look like. So presently, a wallaby came by to drink at the creek. What do bunyips look like? asked the bunyip. Horrible, said the wallaby. They have webbed feet and feathers. Fine, handsome feathers, said the bunyip hopefully. Horrible feathers, said the wallaby firmly, and finished her drink and hopped off. Handsome webbed feet, called the bunyip. But there was no answer. The bunyip sighed and walked off to find someone else. There was a rustling in the bushes behind him, and suddenly an emu shot past. Wait, called the bunyip, running after him. What do bunyips look like? The emu stopped and considered. They have fur, he said at last, and tails. How many tails? asked the bunyip. One to each bunyip, replied the emu. Fine, handsome tails, said the bunyip. Oh, horrible tails, said the emu, and even more horrible fur. And he settled his feathers and crouched down low and streaked off into the distance. Emus are incredibly fast. The bunyip wandered sadly along the creek. Will someone tell me what bunyips look like, he said, to anyone who would listen. But there was no answer. Further along the creek, he met a man. The man was very busy with a notebook and pencil, and he did not look at the bunyip. Shh, he said, I'm busy. The bunyip waited for a long time, and then he said very slowly and clearly, Can you please tell me what bunyips look like? Yes, said the man without looking up. Bunyips don't look like anything. Like nothing, said the bunyip. Like nothing at all said the man. Are you sure? said the bunyip. Quite sure, said the man, and looked right through him. Bunyips simply don't exist. The bunyip was shaken. Then he sighed a long, deep sigh. Oh, what a pity, he murmured. What a pity, what a pity. And he walked slowly back along to his water hole. Then he fished his belongings out of the water, packed them up in his bunyip bag and walked away. No one saw him go. The bunyip walked all day, and just as the sun was setting, he came to a quiet, still billabong. This will do, said the bunyip to himself. No one can see me here. I can be as handsome as I like. Then he unpacked his bag. He laid his bunyip comb and mirror out on the sand and put his billy on the boil. Uh, billy is basically like a steel uh, bucket that you fill with water, like a camp, like a little camp stove. No one saw him, and no one spoke to him. But late that night, for no particular reason, something stirred in the black mud at the bottom of the billabong. The bunyip put his comb down in surprise and stared. Something very large and very muddy was sitting on the bank. What am I? it murmured. What am I? What am I? The bunyip jumped up in delight. You are a bunyip, he shouted. Am I? Am I really? asked the other bunyip. 
And then, what do I look like? You look just like me, said the bunyip happily, and he lent her his mirror to prove it. So, I would say the moral of this story is that Australian animals are incredibly shallow, because it really doesn't matter what you look like, it's about the person that you are inside. And you got to treat people with respect, yo. you got to be nice to each other. And then, uh, no matter who you are, uh, you know that one day you're going to find other people. You're going to find your tribe, the people that you belong with. And that's what happens to the bunyip at the end of this story. Uh, I like this story a lot. I actually got to play the bunyip uh, in a puppet version of this in Australia a couple of years back. And I've always found it to be such a beautiful story about the innocence of the bunyip just trying to find out, you know, his own identity and knowing that, you know, eventually he'll find out that what he looks like is not as important as the person that he is. Um, but yeah, I think platypuses are real jerks, is the real real takeaway from this story. And I hope you enjoyed that. Well, good night. That was Shane Adamzak reading The Bunyip of Berkeley's Creek, written by Jenny Wagner. If you want to know more about Shane, again, you can follow him on Instagram and on Twitter, at Shane Adamzak. You can find more about Cube Boy Collectibles at facebook.com slash cubeboycollectibles and Weeping Spoon Productions at www.weepingspoon.com. Don't forget to also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook at Grown Ups Read Princess Stories. If you liked the episode, please leave us a review or a star rating. All of that helps get the word out to other people. We hope that... 2021 is treating all of you much better than 2020. And until next week's episode, please, all of you, be kind to each other and stay safe.